This is the Gentile Life Podcast. My name is Ryan Gentile. I'm a husband and a father of two beautiful little girls. There is nothing Gentile about life, and I'm here to share my crazy stories and experiences that go on in my everyday life. Maybe, just maybe, you can relate to some of these stories and experiences. I will share the good, the bad, and the straight up funny of my roller coaster Gentile life. So let's dive right into today's topic. And today's topic is a a little bit of a different one. It's the passing of Kobe Bryant. Now, this isn't obviously affecting my life because I didn't know Kobe personally, but I I grew up loving sports and, you know, something was said today that I saw that said, you know, it's okay to mourn or feel saddened by the death of somebody you didn't even know. And that really resonated with me. And the thing is, you know, people die every day. You know, they literally die every second of the day around the world. It it, it happens, right? But, you know, it's different when it's, you know, when it's somebody you see on TV all the time, you know, whether it's in sports, movies, TV shows, you know, radio, whatever it is, you know, and I think it's, you, you learn to you learn to know a lot about these people. And of course you're learning it through the eyes of the people that are actually reporting him. And you know, some people that you see on TV are not really who they are. You know, you you hear stories about they're different when there's not a camera around or something like that, right? So it's 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 something that I think as just society we 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 feel like we know these people regardless, you know, because we see them on TV all the time. And this one felt different. You know, I, I, it's one of those things where I've, I've seen people say, well, you know, who cares, you know, whatever. He was just a basketball player. Well, no, he wasn't, you know, he, he did a lot, you know, and, and I want to make something extremely clear by no means am I a Lakers fan. I hate the Lakers. I'm a Rockets guy. I hate the Lakers. I hate everything about big city teams that think that their shit don't stink and they should win every title every year. You know, I, I, I can't stand those cities and those fan bases, but it, it's one of those things that you just, it's just, it's hard to describe, but you know, it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, I, I've always felt that way. I just was never a fan of those cities. I was never a Lakers fan, but man, and I, and I didn't like Kobe Bryant. So, you have to remember, he came into the league at 17 years old in 96. I was 15 at the time. So, I mean, in reality, I think he's he's three years older than I am. You know, he, So he's my age, going to play with grown-ass men. And he came in like, I'm going to be the man. I'm going to dominate. And I remember thinking, it's like, man, this guy is just a cocky son of a bitch. Like, he acting like his shit don't stink. He needs to be humbled. And... That's how I felt, you know, and then as, you know, he started winning championships, you know, he's in his 20s, same thing, you know, I just, he felt untouchable. And, you know, for me looking at it, you know, that was something that I was just like, man, I, I was jealous of the guy. Yeah, of course I was. Why wouldn't I be? Guy was an NBA star, you know, right around the same age as I am. Who wouldn't be jealous of that? But the the thing is that in sports and movies and TVs like i said you know we we learn to like learn about these people and we we build a connection to them and i didn't have a connection to kobe bryant i didn't 
I didn't have a single connection to him. I didn't feel anything toward him. I respected him as a player. You know, even in his younger days when I despised him, like I just said, I still respected the guy. I was like, man, the guy's talent. Like, he's good. Like, the guy can throw down. He has some athletic ability. Like, he is the next Michael Jordan. And in reality, he was the first and only Kobe Bryant. Like, we'll never see a player like him. And so... So I found myself asking, you know, all day yesterday and all day today, you know, why why am I so upset by this? You know, it... it it hit me a little bit harder than I thought it would. And I think the reason for that is because, you know, I'm I'm a father now. And he had his young daughter with him. And, I mean, that really tore at me. Because, I mean, I'm trying to, I, I can't even imagine that feeling, you know, for his wife and them. And... It's just, it's insane. Like, I mean, that's, it's just, that's the gut-wrenching thing that I felt is, you know, as a father, his girls are going to grow up without a dad and their sister. I mean, and then, of course, the other families that were with him. I just, you know, it it's, I think that's why it hit me so hard. I think it still would have hit me hard if I wasn't a father, but I think it just amplified because of that. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. You know, if you have kids, you know, the thing is, the the one thing that you never want to do is you never want to bury your child. You know, that's that that's a fear, I think, of every parent is the one thing they never want to do is have to bury a child. And now his wife's going to have to do bury their child and him. Now, not that there is any kind of silver lining in any of this, but I, I think... The one thing is, you know, they were together because I can only imagine how scared she was. And knowing Kobe Bryant and his persona, you know, he's he's a guy, he's a you know, nonsense guy, you know, from his playing days on the court. You know, he's he just he's just a certain kind of guy. And the fact that, you know, he had to keep on a strong face probably for her. I mean, that's what I would do if I was in his situation, you know, I would try to do my best to make her feel as safe as possible. Knowing that that's probably not going to be the case. Like I can't, it's just, it's hard to imagine. It's terrible and it sucks. And you know, there, there are people that don't watch sports, but they know Kobe Bryant. Like this is, this is national news. This isn't just an NBA thing. This is all across the board. Like, this is a huge impact in the world of sports and culture and, you know, just Kobe and what he's been, what he was planning on doing. I've been watching every single interview because everybody has a different perspective of their encounters with him. And everybody talked about how he was excited for the next part of his life. Most people retire. They don't know what they're going to do. You know, when they retire out of sports or just in general with their job, you know, once you retire, you know, like, what do I do? Nobody knows what to do. And he knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to make a difference. I mean, the guy won an Oscar, for God's sakes, not even two years ago. He did an animated short and won an Oscar right after retiring from basketball. Like, that's insane. That is straight up insane. But he he had so many things he wanted to do. And, you know, that's 
it's a shame that we'll never see what kind of difference he would have made to the world. Now, something that gets brought up is, you know, he, young age, won these titles, and then in 2003, he was accused of rape, sexual assault. He had that accusation against him, and, you know, as a young kid, you know, I think he was newly married, you know, he, I mean, come on, let's just be honest, guys, athletes, they, they walk around like they're untouchable. Maybe not all athletes, obviously. There are some athletes that don't, but most athletes do. They walk around like they are untouchable. And I know that was Kobe Bryant. And I remember when it came out, I thought to myself, I was like, God, what a douchebag, man. Like, what a, what a prick. You know, I, I, I reacted like probably most of America did outside of Los Angeles. You know, and when it came out that he had a press, a press conference and he said, hey, you know, I did not sexually assault her. It wasn't rape. I'm guilty of adultery. I was like, wow, that kind of threw me for a loop because I'm like, okay, so he's admitting that he did it, but he's saying it was consensual and he's admitting that he committed adultery and that he made a mistake. I thought that was pretty big at that time like when that happened. And I went, okay, well, I mean, uh, hopefully that's true, but you know, I still didn't believe it was. Well, the charges get dropped. They do a civil suit and everything else. And it wasn't until today, like they were, I was watching one of these shows and they were talking about how this whole thing humbled him and made him understand, like, even though while he thought it was consensual and she might've made it seem that it was, but it really wasn't like he didn't pick up on those cues because again, athletes tend to think they can do whatever they want with whoever they want. I mean, it's proof's in the pudding. I mean, how many times do we see athletes or stars in the news? Harvey Weinstein, perfect example, you know, in Hollywood. I mean, and the list can go on and on. So when this happens, you know, it's like, okay, just any, just same old, same old athletes doing what athletes do. And, you know, he, he got off the hook and, you know, no charges were charged and no, no charges against him. But when I heard that, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, so it changed him. And they said, like, since that time, you know, he was nicer to people because he wasn't the nicest to work with. He was very cocky, but he just wanted to win. He wanted to be the next Michael Jordan. And he can't, and he, that's going to rub people the wrong way. I knew people like that growing up. They thought they were the shit and their shit didn't stink. And like I said, it happens. But when I heard them say that, you know, he, he started becoming more of an advocate for women in women's sports. And then obviously having four daughters, I think really amplified that. And I was like, wow, that's, that's really cool of him, you know, to kind of understand that because most kids at that age would not have like made that connection. And he tried to be better and he was, and we never heard anything else about him ever again. He became a family man. He was loyal. He was faithful. Like he looked after his girls. And his, you know, 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, like, was into basketball and wanted to learn about basketball. And he wanted to teach her about basketball. And, you know, he, he was a big advocate of the WNBA and things like that. And so you're hearing all these stories come out that, you know, I didn't know. Because, again, I'm not a Lakers guy. I'm not there. I don't know these stories. I knew Kobe. Young kid coming in, you know, strutting around like he's hot stuff. And, you know, that's a jealousy thing on my part. Absolutely, I'll admit that. Didn't like the guy, hated the guy, thought he was a pompous ass. Respected him for winning because he had athletic ability, but again, he wasn't my guy. 
And then, you know, the rape allegations. And then after the fact, you know, he's still winning and he's still just, you know, being Kobe Bryant. And then he starts doing things and you're just like, wow, okay. This guy, I mean, he's going to be one of the all-time greats when he walks away. I mean, he dropped 81, the second most points ever dropped in an NBA game. He dropped 81 points. It's insane. It's crazy. And then in his final game, they actually showed it here, you know, on ESPN, his final game again. And I remember watching this live when it actually happened four years ago. And I was in disbelief. I'm like, this guy is retiring. He's in his late 30s. And he just dropped 60 points. I was like, whoa. That's like, I was impressed. And I was just like, wow. Like, I was like, I just watched something that we'll never probably see again. And I'm fortunate enough to say I can say I saw it. But watching the replay of it, they kept showing his family, and you saw his daughter, Gigi, who died with him in the crash next to them, and obviously she was four years younger at the time. And, I mean, my heart started tugging because I'm looking at it. She's smiling. She's clapping while he's doing all these things. He's pointing them and laughing, and I'm just like, wow. Like, watching that broke my heart because it's like, such a young life that had so much life in front of her and now it's gone. And so it sucks, you know, and I know people are going to think to themselves like, Oh, well, you know, even though he wasn't charged, you know, he's still a rapist or he's sexually assaulted. Look, people make mistakes. And I never once saw anything else about him that came out that he was that guy. You know, never saw anything. And come on, in today's world with technology, like we would have heard something or found out something about it. People make mistakes. It happens. You know, I find it funny that the like that people feel like people can't change. And I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that's true. I feel like people can change if they choose to change and they actually take the steps to do it. And I felt like he did based on everything I'm hearing about him. Like, and here's the thing. They're not painting him as the saint of this guy was the perfect person. They're, they, they're sharing the ugly. They're talking about the rape allegations. They're talking about how he just was hard to deal with. He was hard on the media and all these other things. They're not painting him as an angel, but he changed, you know, and he changed for the good because he finally re- he, he realized based on everything I'm hearing and watching, he changed based on what they're saying. And he changed to a fact where he understood like, OK, things need to be different. I can't act the way I acted. That's not how you treat women. That's not how you talk to women and so forth and so forth. I mean, you, the with everything going on now, with the Me Too movement and all that stuff, if that was a lie, we would have heard about it way before this happened or even today something would come out right cuz some somebody would come out no matter the tragedy of this some wacko trying to make money would say something and nobody has this is a big impact and on the sports world on everything and like i said i'm not a lakers fan I don't like the lakers i'm not a kobe fan respect the hell out of him though he's definitely in one of the top players that ever played this game but it, it's an impact because it was a guy who was in the spotlight who did a lot of good for a lot of people. 
and people will choose not to see that part. You know, they're, they're going to look at certain things and say, well, I, I'm not going to look at the good. No, he did a lot of good. Everything I'm hearing. And the fact that, you know, he's no longer here along with the other family members that were on that helicopter with him, man, it's, it's just a damn shame. There are certain deaths in life that will impact you. From people that you see on TV or, you know, musicians and things like that. And I feel like over the last couple decades, you know, there's a few that really stand out. I mean, I remember when Michael Jackson died, everybody was up in arms about that. I, you know, it was what it was. But that was a big impact. Whitney Houston dying. Big impact. Chris Cornell. Chester Bennington. You know, those musicians, you know, taking their own lives and things like that. I mean, those are big impacts that are just like a shock to you. This is a shock. The guy was only 41. I mean, he's only three years older than me. He still has his whole life ahead of him. And his daughter, I mean, of course she had her whole life ahead of her. And, I mean, it's just, it's just, it just sucks, man. And I, I feel like no matter what, no matter how you feel about him, as a basketball player, you know, or his attitude as a person. I mean, you come on, you got, I mean, you got to open your eyes a little bit. People change. And I feel like he did. And again, I'm not his fan. So it's not like I'm arguing something saying I'm your biggest fan and blah, blah, blah. It's, I'm just saying like, it's called keeping an open mind. And it's crazy, man. And it sucks that he's gone. And his daughter and those other girls and those family members. I mean, everything. It just sucks, man. It just sucks. So this episode was not supposed to be this sad, but I feel like it was something that needed to be talked about. And I had to get off my chest. And, you know, hey, it is what it is. And so we'll leave with this saying that, you know, unfortunately, Kobe Bean Bryant will no longer be a part of this earth. And his daughter, Gigi, as well. But the good news is they're together. They're together. And we all know, hey, everybody dies eventually, right? It just sucks he had to die at such a young age. But death is never the end. They say it's just the beginning. And we'll leave it with that. Everybody, have a great day. We'll see you next time.